All right, all right. Welcome back to the Public Speakers Podcast. This is the first episode of Reddit Fridays, where I basically take a question from my subreddit called The Public Speaker, or just from any Reddit site I find right now, because like my subreddit has like 16 people, so it's not too many people. Um, but anyway, um, I take a question from public speaking, and I answer that question to the best of my ability. Um, so there's an article for this podcast as well, if you like uh, reading some of this content, and you can check that out in my Medium publication called The Public Speaker. There's about 90 articles already on it, hoping to get it to 100 by uh, the end of next week, likely. So um, got some more content coming out. And there should be a YouTube video as well associated with this podcast. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to have time to film it this week, but nonetheless, it probably will be coming out soon. Um, So today's question, let's get into the public speaking question that I want to answer today. And this is one that I found off the public speaking Reddit. It's just called public speaking. And the question is, how do I not ramble when giving a public speech? Um, Now, this is an important question and it's definitely a major concern because a lot of speakers go off topic um, or talk about something that is tangentially related to what they're saying but they don't know how to bring it up in a way that makes it seem natural so they end up like talking about something that was never part of their speech and then they end up getting lost about where they were or it's or they try to weave back into what they're originally talking about but it's kind of hard to do that um, because you've already lost your train of thought you lost the audience you've you've lost the attention moment that you needed to to capitalize on um so it is a definitely a concern on how to effectively not ramble during a public speech. I guess the, there's three tips I have. The first thing I want to do as a preface is realize that it's going to happen um, just because as the human brain in terms of just like the way we think about things, I think one study I saw was we have like a couple billion thoughts per day. Um, I, it might have been trillion actually, but maybe it's trillion like neurosap, neuros going off. I'm, I'm not sure what exactly the word is, but the point is we think a lot. Um, and because we think a lot, see what I did just there? I already like was starting to go off a tangent off something that really didn't matter as much as what I was saying. That's kind of like what we do. We think about so many different things and it triggers so many other different ideas and then it creates sort of a link chain of going down all these different talking points that were never originally intended to be talked about because they're not needed to be talked about in a lot of different ways. So the question then becomes what strategies and methodologies can we use to make sure our presentations are concise, make sure that they have a little bit of um, flair to them, and make sure that if there is a ramble, the ramble is productive, it can be used in a humorous way, or um, the tangentiality, if that is a word, of what we're talking about can still be somewhat correlated to the larger uh, theme and larger message that we are um, trying to achieve, essentially. So. Let's go over the first tip. The first tip for me, and this is something I'm going to talk about a little bit later, because I, I think it's something that I that I, I really like to talk about, um, and it's something I want to dive deeper on. But the first thing is to use the macro-micro level strategy. So what this means is that your speech, your presentation, your talk, whatever you're doing has a macro level goal. So this means like a purpose, a meaning to it on the macro. And then you have micro level strategy to, 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 uh, to get to that macro level goal, and that includes examples, personal experiences, stories, and jokes. Um, I probably heard of the word macro and micro somewhere else, so I'm not taking credit that like I made up those like constructs or those ideas, but the point is macro just means large, micro just means small. So there's small things within your speech, and then there's a larger purpose to your speech. Um, I think this is a really, really strong strategy to not ramble. So for example, let's say your speech was on my love for basketball. Your macro level strategy for this speech would be something along along the lines of getting the audience to walk away with knowing about how impactful the sport was on you, for example. Um, or more broadly, if we want to take it really macro, how sports impact and bring the world together. So 
when we say that is our macro level purpose, that means at the end of the speech, that's what you want your audience to take away from. You want them to be impacted uh, in those two ways, either through your personal experience with the sport of basketball or through the larger impact of what sports has in a society um, once your speech is done. So this is essential. If you don't know the goal for your speech, if you don't know the purpose of your speech, it becomes very easy, I would say, to ramble more because you're not exactly leading up to something. You're not sure what you want to do. It's kind of like life, right? If you're not sure what your purpose or meaning is, you're kind of just going through the motions and um, it, it can get kind of hard to, to know why you're even doing what you're doing. So the micro level strategy here could be like, um, the first time you were introduced to the sport by a friend or the first NBA, which is a Nas National Basketball Association game you watched, um, or the first time you joined a basketball league when you were little, or the time where you had two friends who were fighting, but you all came together and watched sports and everyone commonly bonded around that one thing. These are all examples, historical events, even current events, trends, patterns, et cetera, et cetera, that you can incorporate in the micro level uh, of your speech that leads to the macro level strategy. And the reason why I think that this reduces the risk of rambling is because if you know the examples, um, then it becomes much more easy to switch from example to example. And when I mean examples, I, that's kind of just like a, a, a placeholder for things that you want to say in your micro level strategy. If you know you're going to talk about three things, first NBA game, first time you joined a basketball league, and first time you were introduced to the sport by a friend or family member, then all three of those things can be independent on their own. And after you finish talking about one of them, you can transition to the next. So even if you're rambling on one of them, you already know what you're going to say next because it fits in that micro level bracket of what your speech was going to be about, which will get you to your macro level. So the rambling gets bad when you're rambling and then it goes so off into a tangent that you forgot what you wanted to say, or even if you know what you want to say, it's, it's not natural when you're bringing it back. It was just like, I was talking about basketball. For some reason, I decided to talk about ice cream, and then I talked all about ice cream, and now I go back to basketball. Like, it's just not natural, the transition between those two. Whereas, if you talk about basketball, talk about ice cream a little bit, but then you know that the next thing you're going to say is still about basketball, and it has a purpose, it has a meaning to your macro-level strategy, and it's consistent with the next example that you're, or the previous example that you brought up, the transition becomes a little bit easier, a little bit smoother, and you can get through it a little bit. And the risk of you rambling to talk about ice cream a lot is significantly... Um, minimized simply because you know that you have to get to the next thing, which is the next example, which should hopefully stop you from going off into a huge tangent. Um, so that's the that's the first thing that I think the macro level, micro level strategy can work um, to really stop rambling in in that in that uh, in that essence or in that aspect, not essence. Um, the second thing is understand how to structure an argument. So I wrote a bunch of articles on this, made a bunch of videos on this, but if you know how to structure an argument, your lack of your your lack of going off into a tangent will decrease. An argument is a claim warrant and an impact. It is an assertion, it is a reason for why that assertion is true, and then it is an impact to why the, the reasoning for the assertion actually matters. So when you do a claim warrant impact, um, you're trying to make that argument. So it becomes less likely that you're gonna start rambling because you have to make the crux of your argument. And this argument can be in the form of maybe something small in the middle of your speech or something larger, or it's like the purpose, the macro, the micro. The point is, if you know what your argument is, you're not going to necessarily ramble because you know what you want to talk about. So I've seen speakers give an, give an hour long talk, right? And they bring up so many different ideas, so many different examples, and never feels like rambling because they know what the argument is at the end of the day. No matter what example they bring up, it all has some type of link back to what they actually want to talk about, what they're trying to get at. Um, but, but that's because they know what their argument is. They know how to structure the thesis point that they're trying to uh, give to an audience. So structuring an argument is more, I guess, like a general piece of advice, but it definitely is important because if you just know what your argument is, then it becomes much simpler to not have to worry about um, making stuff up and going off on a tangent. Um,
finally, improvise. Um, so I've talked about improvisation a lot. Um, probably should be talking about it a lot more because I really do believe in it. But if you go on a tangent, the best thing to do to, to stop it from turning into rambling is make sure you improvise the, the tangential thing you talked about um, and allow that to be something that is good in the speech, right? Allow that to be something that's funny. Allow that to be something that's a good moment where you interact with the audience. Um, allow that to be something where you you say something and it and it triggers some type of rambling, but then you you bring up something else because you're improvising, you're thinking on your feet on how to bring that back into the set uh, or your presentation, and then it turns into a good moment. I've seen comedians do this a lot. Um, they will literally just look at the audience and they'll start rambling about something, but they'll bring it back or they'll turn it into a pun and they make a joke immediately. And it's an, it's an amazing art form and a skill to do because you really need to know a lot about the world. And this goes to my larger sort of thesis on improvisation, which you have to know about current events. You have to be reading. You have to constantly know about what's going on in the world because whether you're talking in a comedic way or you're talking in like a motivational way or you're talking just about a certain subject, the more you know about the world, the more when it is time to improvise, meaning it is time to think on your feet and, and it's the inevitable moment where you have to answer a question or where you have to say something because something was brought up you can use your knowledge about the world and you have a big brain you got to fill it up with some knowledge and execute and deploy the knowledge that you know to your audience in a way that is either comedic if that's what you're going for or in a way that is um contextual to what you're actually talking about which like could be an example of something going on which proves your larger point um uh, which makes the audience think like wow like he really knows what he's talking about or this makes a lot of sense um it is super 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 important to be able to improvise and have some strategies for improvising there's a ton of content on my youtube channel and um and my medium publication for you to check out how to improvise but i, I just think these are these are the most probably important ways that stop people from rambling um, and it, it helps you like use the inevitability of rambling and turn it into a meaningful moment during your presentation. So that's pretty much it for how to stop rambling when giving a public speech. I think making sure that you have a micro, macro, micro level strategy for the speech and you've planned it out, making sure you know how to structure the argument that or, or arguments that are going to be in that strategy and making sure you know how to improvise are going to be fundamental in stopping rambling or losing your audience while you're giving a speech if you end up rambling. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Make sure you all keep answering or asking questions. I'm going to keep answering those questions on Reddit Friday. So, um, yeah, thank you all for listening and please join the subreddit. There's a ton of posts going on. There's a ton of community building there. Ask a bunch of questions. I'm going to be answering them on this podcast. I'll shout you out if you want. Um, uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of Reddit Fridays.